Wait. No, I'm ready. The show started with that. Welcome to Legendary League of Legends. <laughs> Great. Good, good, good. That's exactly what I wanted. Uh, we got week two of the LCS this this week. This is, of course we do. Uh, to top off the show, I got a, a breaking exclusive. Uh, turns out, a hundred thieves has has sent sent a request to Rick Fox to join their team with his promotion to Iron Two. He is now the starting eighty carry for hundred thieves. What do you think? I think that that's literally impossible. I think you can't be in the league with below diamond something. <laughs> I know that to be the case. It was diamond um, three, yes. Diamond three. Uh, I think I'm pretty confident you're a breaking your own rule that we're not going to talk about. It thieves. was too good a joke. Uh, and was it was <laughs> it good? Would you call that good? I call and it also diamond. you're flaming. 100 thieves in bag. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what my thoughts on that are. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on any of it, but I, I just think you'd be a great improvement to this team. Not gonna You're lie. You're such an asshole. No, it's it's not all right. <laughs> None of what you just did was all right. What are you talking about? Talk, talking about Rick Fox and his promotion to Iron Two. No, look, I'm happy for him. I hope he succeeds. However, leave Bang alone. <laughs> Alright, on, on to this week. Uh, full disclosure, I, I don't like that segment that they did with Ray Fox's update. I hope they'll keep doing that because that'll get annoying. What, telling us where he is? I think they yeah. did it as a meme. But... It was a meme, but if they do it again, I'd be like, really, is this a thing now? We just keep track of Rick Fox's rank. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's... Uh... That's fair. So I am. Um, oh, sorry. What you? I was just gonna say I thought it was funny the first time, but I agree with you thinking about it now that if they keep doing it, it's gonna be. Kind of don't care what Rick Fox's rank is. I mean, it's neat. It's cool that he actually plays this game as much as he does. I like. I love the dude, but I don't no, need to hear great. about it on every analyst desk that he's made it to Iron One. No, I don't. I because I don't. Karen, if I did, I could go look up his summoner name. Or wait for it to get on Reddit. Like, it, like that's where they got the... Like, it almost certainly will. That's where they got the idea for the segment was. But eh. Oh, was it really? Yeah. They've been, uh, they, we've been following him Reddit. on Reddit because... What else are we going to do? <laughs> Very little, I assume. One of these only has so many prospects, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, at this point, who even wants to sign with them? I'm pretty sure even Rick Fox is like, I'd rather go to the Academy. And... <laughs> <laughs> No, I broke my own goddamn rule now. Okay. All right, so I so, think we had a good show this week. It was a, it was a decent show. I one thing I don't like that they're doing is they're not doing a final segment for uh for the last game. So you mean like afterwards? Yeah, they're going right to the their post show segment. And I actually really was it was C9 in the final game or were they second to last game? Second to last. Cause... I said, no, they were last. Oh, no, I want because Optic was the last game, and I really wanted them to talk about Optic because, Jesus Christ, they're first place. Yeah. Like. Where is this? It should be under the schedule if you just scroll no, up. No, no, no. I was uh, looking for the filter because it was showing me everything that I, I just didn't care about. Oh, it was Optic Fly. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. You're I right. wanted to, I wanted to see them talk about. Hey, I forgot that Optic was first place. Yeah. Uh, okay, Optic. Optic beats. Optic wins worlds. I'm calling it now. Okay, I'm holding you to it. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean that. Please do not hold me to that. I, I refuse to be held to that. I really wanted them to uh, talk about this because it it just seems like Medios and Crown are hard carrying Optic, and I know we talked oh, about this last week. And my I didn't, God, yes. I didn't put them on the topic list explicitly because we talked about them last week. I'm sorry we talked about them last because it'd be a much bigger story this week. But yeah, but Medios and boy howdy, they are trying real hard to win League of Legends. Yeah, and the rest of their teammates are not stopping them as much as they used to. I don't. I don't, know. I, I don't. I don't know, man. So Optic are looking the, pretty the hot. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I was looking at the Olaf game. Okay, I had to close something because my computer was shitting the bed. Is it better? Yeah, it's better. Restart. No, no, no. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. 
Okay, so that that honestly impressed me, but we can't talk about this because we talked about it last week and got too many other topics to go into. So, want to yes, get right into right. the match? We can results? never repeat a topic ever, even one time. I just mean not back to back. Maybe next week if they're still first place. Because if be they're six out next week, I'm making us talk. I don't care what you that's, do. That's I'm, fine. That's fine because I will. I will 100% talk about it. But this week we're going right to our picks. Let's go. Oh wait, 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 hang on. Wait, our picks for next week? No, no, I meant to, I meant to say our picks from last week for this week. Okay, I, have, I was I gonna these, say this is a radical the. Div- I have diversion. these. I have these out of order in my lineup on OBS. So uh, that was. It's all right. I can't say I forgive you, but I can take steps to start. So, um, we did bad this week with uh, only oh, four out of ten. We did the worst we've ever done. Uh, but we are assured to not have the same record as as either one of us next week because uh. There's no, way, there's no way we're agreeing on C9 and TSM. There's no way. I obviously picked TSM and you clearly picked Cloud9, but we can talk about that later. So, um, there were a lot of upsets. Oh my god, there were. Um, to say the least. Uh, <laughs> this week was buck wild with the upsets. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. TSM I... lost to FlyQuest, which probably surprised a lot of people, everyone except for Mark Z, apparently. I mean, it's surprising, but it's not the most surprising thing that happened uh, this week. GGS lost to Clutch Gaming. Okay, it's still not the most surprising thing that happened this week. And then CLG beat Team Liquid. There's the most surprising thing that happened this week. I'm going to stop being surprised by Team Liquid losing, not going to lie. Yeah, I think we have to. I think at this point we just have to never pick TL again uh, when they're against the bottom of the pack team from last split because clearly they cannot win a game. Also, uh, C9 lost to GGS, but as we were talking about last week and as they are a featured matchup, this was quite a hyped game going into this weekend. Yeah. And, uh, it was, and also not as surprising as Cl- Counter Logic Gaming beating Team Liquid, the team who three peated first and went to World, not sorry, went to MSI and bodied some some international competition. I, That's crazy. I just what happened? I don't know, but we could talk about that when that topic comes up. I know, I'm just fucked up. So. Our first, our uh, first segment with our results is a review. A review, Golden Guardians versus Cloud Nine. And I actually, true. I actually uh, watched this match uh, right before the show, like around five o'clock. And, okay. And dear Lord, did okay. watching Cloud Nine play League of Legends tilt me? Oh my God. Uh, I'm not gonna disagree. So, so <laughs> I'm not gonna disagree. So, uh, do you want to start with picks and bans? Yes. Okay. Why are people not banning Tom Kenshi and Sole? That's a very good question that I had. Ole is extremely good at Tom Kench. Um, he's not the best Tom Kench in NA right now. Is he? I think. What? Wait, wait. Who's better? Is that a real question? Yeah, who's better? Who, uh, do you not remember Team Liquid? I, 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 that's not this Team Liquid. I know, but he's also, still probably the best. Also, we haven't seen Core JJ play the new and nerfed nerfed Tom Kench. That's fair, but I still assume that he's insane. <laughs> okay, anyway, people should be banning TK into Ole. Okay, let's look. I've got the pick bans open. What what else would have surprising me? I going in was a little bit confused. By the comp from Cloud9, Rakan was not banned or and, picked. And they flex Lux down to support. I don't... Yeah, that's surprising to me, and I kind of dislike it. I mean, Zazel's got a nice Lux. There were a few good ultimates. Um, he picked a Guardian. Cool. Um, but I don't know. Like This comp just seems like it wants to do a few different things. I think I guess it's a teamfight comp. <laughs> But it's, it's a really not, bad I, team fight comp when you yeah, don't well, have Rakan. Oh, listen, I know, especially into a team fight comp that's very good with a Nivea Varus and Kennen ultimates for like an insane amount of Ol- crowd Olaf, control. Tom Kench for safety. No, that's what I mean, right? Like I'm, a, I, I agree. Like it's crazy. And then, so like, what do you have, right? Like you have a Nico, fucking cool. Those can be good. 
Rek'Sai, never a bad pick. I don't dislike it. Azir, all right, we're getting weird with it. Zaya, great. Lux, why? Just like, put Lux. Is is Lux that bad into Anivia? It's not Just like pick Rakan. It's not like it'll be a wave running... clear matchup. It'll be a wave clear matchup, man, and it won't matter because you'll have fucking Rakan. What? You'll have the best bot lane in the game. If you were running Zoe mid here, I think this pick comp works out a lot better. Because I agree, and you also should take Rakan. But like. Why are you flexing Lux when Lux is going to do the same job as yours doing against Nivea, which is farming, and yes. then have and you're more leaving range and run, and you don't take Rakan on the table, throwing away one of the best bot lanes in the game right now like, because like, the, <laughs> I just th- th- this one, one of the best just, bot lanes. <laughs> Why are people so focused on Azir? Like everyone's picking Azir, and I don't get it. He's not that strong. What's his What's his win rate right now? Oh, 33 percent no win rate in six picks globally. Oh, I'm sorry. That's in LCS summer. That's not globally. Here, look. I get being afraid of Frog and Zenithia, right? Like I get seeing so the Frog and Zenithia. Well, here's what I'm saying. If Niski's like, I am not as comfortable on Lux as I am on Azir. First I of all, I have a couple how you questions. Are this good at League of Legends. Yeah, first of all, I have a couple questions. But second of all, if it's just like a practice thing, like you've screamed more on Azir lately, and you've screamed less on Lux, so you're more comfortable in the sort of macro sense on Azir. I kind of get it, but then like still, but like just why are you not picking Rakan here? Lux is fine. I feel like I'm not a mid laner, but Lux seems fine into Anivia. It seems like you just both wave clear back and forth. I don't get it. Like, I don't, like you said, I don't get it. I, I think and then Lex Mid, like, I think they do have a better comp. They have a sh- much stronger initiation. Like, a mo- they have one of the best initiators in the game into one of the other best initiators in the game, in Kennen. So it's not just Kennen ulting in and then uh, Cloudon going, uh-oh. <laughs> I, I, I think they picked the Azir to counter the Kennen. When they probably... Don't! Sh- you probably shouldn't be picking Nico if you need to still counter Kennen. Yeah. I don't like this Nico pick either. Nico feels like a really weak pick. It seems like C9 just chucked this game away and got rid of all of their power in champ select. And I don't I yeah. don't get it. Did you go AP? At least he went AP Nico. Uh, if they went AD Nico, they were screwed and they have zero options to do anything. No, I agree. That's why I was saying it's good. Um So so yeah. now now I wanna get right into the actual game of this because oh just uh, so, but you know what's buff wild? What? Is Cloud9 could have picked Kennen if they wanted an AP top. Because they picked Nico, their first three picks were Nico, Zaya, Lux. And the first three picks of GGS were Olaf, Varys, Kench. Oh, they picked Kennen in the second bracket? Or the second yeah. picks? Which means they prioritized Nico above. A mid laner above a support. Well, they, and they above they a pick, jungler. I think they pick Lux to flex. And if they didn't pick Lux to flex, why are you picking Lux at that moment? I'm not talking about Lux. No, 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 no. But you said they didn't pick a mid laner. Yeah. Well, you know, they ended up not picking a mid laner, but they pick Lux to flex. Fair enough. But still, like, I mean, like, so first pick is Olaf. Second pick is Nico. Then Zaya. Then Varus. Then Kench. Then Lux. Fine. But I just don't get it, right? Like, Kennen's on the table, and if you know you're drafting a teamfight comp or you want to be drafting a teamfight comp, which it looks like they want to be doing, why are we leaving Kennen on the table? Why are we not banning Kennen? Why are we doing any of these things? It just doesn't make sense to me. That's my last thing to say about the pick. So the game starts off, and GGS actually get out to a bit of an early lead. But then yeah, they Cla- get the early Drake from a really good uh, contract smite and a really good uh, communication from Deftly throwing the arrow over the wall so contracts could better time the smite. And they even lose control after they get two Drakes early game. Mm-hmm. They lose control to C9 in the in the mid game, but then C9 just don't don't get it. They get nothing. They, 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 they even they even give up another Drake for it. They do. They do border. They do no, not borderline. They do very much nothing. Um. And- and then C9 just absolutely have no sense of what Golden Guardians are doing on the map. They forfeit vision around that last Baron. Mm-hmm. 
and they don't make any plays to find it. You have Lux and you're not pressuring to get extra vision. You have so much so much like range to fight with them that you're just not doing anything. And then Licorice is just sitting, trying to flank them twi two times in a row and just sits there 10 more seconds than he needs to and gets nothing for it and dies. Yeah. This, this was a weird macro game, which, you know, it might stem from the fact that their, their comp is a little weird, right? Like maybe they're just not sure what they should be doing or can be doing. I mean, I doubt that because it's still C9, right? Like they're not, they didn't lose all of their ability to play the game, right? Like conceptually, I would imagine. But Golden Guardians just looked way more cohesive, way more put together. There seemed to be a lot more like strong macro game decisions, a lot of strong rotation decisions, objective-based decisions. Whereas like you said, C9 seemed to just be like waiting around and they like gave up a lot of stuff for like really weird reasons, right? Like, I didn't quite understand why they even gave up the Baron, right? Like, why give up the Vision, they, right? Like, they why... They had control of their red jungle, and then they're just no, I, like, and we back out and leave, and, and Licorice doesn't go pressure the Baron for Vision while they're clearing our Vision in the red jungle. I don't... Like, what, were they going to turn and kill Licorice? Maybe they killed him anyways! That's why I was confused. <laughs> um, the macro game just seemed to be completely lacking. Um, hopefully this is not a trend that continues. Uh, but I don't know. This has seemed to be a thing with all of the top three teams. TSM, uh, TL, NC9 have all had these same issues where they just make weird moves and do weird things in champ select. And they yeah. just, why, why would you make this move when you have these clearly better options? Don't give me this, oh, we're just trying stuff out on stage bullshit. I don't care. Stop trying things out on stage if you if it's gonna turn out like this every time. And also, like, I you can just kind of look at this comp and tell that it sucks. <laughs> like, like why? <laughs> you know, like if you have Zaya and you don't take Rakan and Rakan was left on the table, I don't. I can't help you. I, yeah, really, I agree. I, really I don't know can't. why you're prioritizing Nico so heavily either. Unless Brom is that strong that they're going to pick him and he counters the hell out of Zaya and you have Zaya and you need to pick Brom, otherwise you're screwed. I. Yeah, but that's not the world we live in. It's not. It's not the world we live in right now. Uh, but so, you know, you're right. TL TL's comp was also really weird when they lost to CLG. I remember messaging you about it, going like, "I hate their comp. Like, it doesn't make any sense." And I felt the same way looking at this C9 comp. I just, I mean, I don't want to beat this to death because we've already talked about it, but it just doesn't. I don't get it. And I agree. Like, you probably shouldn't be trying things on stage. Like, yes, it's early, but like, why? Like, why did this need to be tried? Like, what about this? What about this comp? You know? Also, I didn't notice Rek'Sai took Halo Blades and not Conquer. That's probably fine. No, it's probably fine. I just didn't notice. Um, I was too busy looking at the Guardian Lux. So, I just... I don't know how you help C9 besides improving that champ select a lot. Like, if, if they just be like, yeah, we screwed up that champ select, we'll probably not make that same mistake twice that I think it's probably an easy fix, but they also were really inactive with control going into the mid game. And that's, I imagine that's not a chance like this year. They still had control though. And it's not like Nico has zero pressure on a lane. You can pressure with Nico and you can make some macro movements with it, but they, they gave up a dragon for nothing. They got nothing no, for I that know. Drake. They got nothing for the second Baron either. I don't know. I don't know. I <laughs> they, mean, they lost it, that Nexus for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what they gave up. But it, they did seem inactive. But my hope is just that the inactivity is just like a sort of discomfort with the picks or comp kind of deal. Yeah, a lack of like they, they had so few options with their champions that they just couldn't. Yeah, that hopefully it's them. just like that and not like a I mean, larger issue. I think Licker needs to go for chat plays. What? Licker needs to go for the chat plays. He needed to go in on that Baron and ult on them while they were taking Baron. He did, but late. Yeah, that's the thing. You gotta do it on time. They well, they didn't have vision. They have Lux! Uh, who also ulted, but late because they didn't have vision. So what was your point? Before we uh, try to move on? What was my point? Yeah, you were saying Oh, something. just that... Oh, I don't remember. But I was some, <laughs> probably something just like... Uh, I think that the inactivity is probably related to the poor draft. And if they just focus on drafting like actually like workable team comps, then they'll probably be fine. Where uh, if they like need to keep doing shit like this, like with the comp, like figuring out how to make this kind of team comp work, where it's not so clearly defined 
what you are or like your sort of inefficient version of whatever you're trying trying to be um i don't know i guess not getting inactive but yeah that's that just why i guess okay so right. the 5 op we're gonna talk now i think uh right anthony about the five champions who've been consistently or 100 percent big fans yep, so yep, yep. all right so there have been five champions in the LCS, who have a 100% pick ban, they've been present in all 20 games. They are Yumi, Ryze, Silas, Aatrox, and Aurelia. All with very different win rates. Yes. <laughs> Shout out. Well, no, but... Hmm? Do they not have, do they have this? I thought they have the... Oh, that's the pick rate. You didn't send me, like, the top of the bar, so I don't know what the columns aligned to <laughs> on the screenshot. Uh, yes. Is that a 0% win rate on Rise? Uh, yes. Rise is a 0% win rate. Win rate. That's shocking. It's not. Rise is not that... St- I, I think they overvalue Rise. 100%, I think they overvalue Rise. Yumi, I think th- I don't understand. I don't get it. I haven't, I've seen two games. What's the other game she was in? Uh, CLG, when they beat... The first CLG one, but what was the second one? I think TSM ran it. Oh, Bio... I don't remember that one, but... Or smoothie. Smoothie, yeah. Not smoothie ran frost. it what with a hell? 19 KDA. Woo! Woo! That's spicy. Silas, I think, is rated correctly here. 75% win rate. Um, Silas makes a lot of sense for me to be on 100% pick Dan. I think with Rise, I kind of understand what you mean by overvaluing, but I think that 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 ultimate and the general utility of rise is like insane if you have a really strong team or like you just know what you're doing as a collective right like uh, rise I don't also trust, like, the- has the lowest game time out of all of these which means that they're probably beating him before he can come online yeah which, which might is- mean it's the, it's kind of the statistics mm-hmm. are off mm-hmm. so Aurelia with a 25% makes sense to me. I do think she's probably not as strong as people think she is. She's definitely good and definitely ban-worthy, especially because there's some really good Aurelia players in the LCS, obviously. But Aurelia to me seems a little bit below the power of like Aatrox or Silas. Silas, I think, great 100%, makes a lot of sense. His ultimate is absolutely insane, especially since more teams seem to be going for team fight compositions. You're basically drafting your own team fight comp and then getting the whole enemy team's team fight ultimate potential. I think in a, in this sort of style of League of Legends we're seeing now, it's a lot more team fight oriented. I think that Silas is an incredible pick and will remain one. Mm-hmm. Yumi, I don't know if she's great or she's just banned a lot because people don't know how to play around her. I think in the hands of a capable support, like the LCS supports, she's basically never gonna die. <laughs> like, I would be like, it. How do you kill an LCS Yumi? How many like, deaths what? does she have total? Is it gonna tell me? Biofrost didn't die on her, so any death is just from Smoothie if he died on her at all. Well, she has a twenty-eight KDA. So no. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with a probably zero deaths. Uh, one death from Smoothie. One. Yeah, and so like, I feel like I feel like the most Yumi deaths I see in my life with bad other bad players is the person Yumi is on overextends and is out of position, and then once they die, Yumi does not have anywhere. You see, I make it my mission to hunt down that little bastard cat and kill I it. I know you do, but you're different. You're a vindictive sod, and that's your own baggage. But <laughs> Yumi, I feel like, is bad with bad players because they overextend. They get caught out. She has nowhere to jump. Your average LCS AD carry is not going to be overextending like an idiot, right? Your average LCS AD carry, your average LCS player is going to have an incredible grasp of positioning, which will allow Yumi to be insanely good and almost unkillable because she is likely going to be in a position where she will have at least two other allies to jump to, assuming there wasn't like a fucking three-man triple killer, some bullshit, right? And it just seems like with that high-level positioning, she's busted right because Mm -hmm. you just get infinite poke and like a 45 second aoe route 
that that said, the, a lot of the ults I've been seeing out of Yumi haven't been amazing. I saw a couple of good ones, but half the time they'll fire it in one direction where somebody is, and then they just the fight moves in an entirely different direction, and it just it's just useless. I get that, but I, it to me it seems like a Nami wave, right? Like the way a, a average player uses Nami wave is really different than the way the average LCS player does. You can use a Nami wave to force the enemy team into a different fighting position and then or force them out of certain routes and even if the nami wave hits zero people you've if affected where the enemy team is and is not allowed to move which is a huge advantage mm -hmm. and the yumi ult can be used the same way if you're like i do not want them walking through that brush yumi ult that brush they cannot walk in there without getting aoe cc'd they have to go the other way probably the way you want them to go so i think that like hit rate for that to me is not as important as much as like zoning potential but again i haven't been paying too close attention to how they're used uh, maybe they're there's also trash. only two games know. to watch on yumi yeah exactly and now, then maybe just, one of them was against 100 thieves right like does that even count yeah clg beat 100 thieves really. yeah so I now think. aatrox i'm pretty damn sure aatrox is busted having played him quite a bit recently myself oh he is but at the same time i want to see more of aatrox aatrox is so much fun to watch he only has three games, and he's lost one of them. But he's just so much fun to watch. And if you combo him with Yumi, all the better. Especially on this patch, before they remove that healing bonus. That'll be so broken. But, oh, dear lord. Help the team that leads up Aatrox and, Aatrox and Yumi. Because, oh. oh. That combo is insane. Oh, it's real good. It's real good. Just chase right at him. Just keep queuing. Never stop. But, Aatrox... I think he's got the the middling KDA over here, so mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I like Aatrox can be outplayed from from my position. I think he's really strong and probably broken, but I cannot play Aatrox on most of my champion pool. I just feel like people are really afraid to pick bruisers like Kled, uh, Renekton, and uh, I don't know. I guess Aurelia into him, but Aurelia is a heavy skill matchup, and she's not as good as the other two. But Aatrox oh, Riven, Riven. Be insane. Yeah, you can pick Riven into him and outskill him. But I think Poppy being on the table should really be bringing Aatrox down. Because nobody's banning Poppy, and the only one who's playing Poppy is Dokla, because I think that's the only champion Dokla knows how to play. I mean, Licorice has historically had a pretty good Poppy. And so has Hanser. Yeah. But um, Dokla's the only one playing I, right now. I would imagine that any LCS top can play Poppy at least yeah. all right. Please, please tell me you can play Poppy all right because it, it, she's not that hard. No, she's Full really disclosure. not. She's not that hard, especially yeah. for LCS players. I mean, yeah, LCS players so, are just on another. Yeah. So, Rise has changes coming. I don't know if Silas. Do we know what they are coming. yet? Uh, they've been playing around with a lot of them. They're moving his shield. They moved his shield over to his root. Uh, What's it on now? Is he? It's his passive. It's passive. So when he, I haven't played Ryzen like since season three. I've been playing like, him with you for like a month, man. No, but I don't know what his abilities are because I haven't been. Well, I mean, I know what his QWER do, but I haven't like played played him since like season three. Um, I they're making it so his E will always bounce. They're removing the overpower detonate, and they're making it okay. so that he his overpower detonate is now a scaling damage with his mana and his. Uh, Q level, I don't remember exactly, but they're shifting around a lot of his power to be on different abilities. And they're changing his ult to be a constant range, and then the upgrades are lowering its cooldown. Because Is this like in the service of trying to make Rise both viable for pros and playable by the average person? I, I, when, I guess. I, I've seen them talk about that a lot, or in a few videos or like interviews I saw, especially around the time of the old Rise rework, where they were like, yeah, we want a champion that like your average player can actually play because most people can't play rise well the problem is his ult is so game changing and even and, even in our five mans it's hard for me to pull off those game changing ultimates no i know because we're not lcs players with it's not even just that I, it's that the opportunities don't arise a lot and you have to because the games are completely different in yeah. solo queue even in a five man solo queue the games are completely different I just want Clashback so I can start pulling off some real moves. Uh, hold on, hold on. Are you actually looking up the changes? Because it's it's a change to every single ability. No, I'm looking up Rise's win rate. Uh, in LCS? No. Overall? 
solo queue. Oh, it's probably something it's like 44. 44. Yeah. 44.63%. My, my, my memory, it's much better than that. <laughs> it's got a 45.54% win rate top. What's the, uh, what's the games Game played? Oh, you have to go to Games played mid is 84,936. No, 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 no. I want to know. Oh, I don't know. I'm just on Lawalytics. You have to go somewhere else for that. It's actually not getting much better as more games. It gets up past 50 by games played. Yeah, but. But it's not going to, it's not getting over 55% at all. And that's really what I meant when I said, like, the about the average player is that Rise's power is both mechanically difficult to on some level, mechanically difficult to access, and his ultimate to really unlock like the full rise potential. You need people on board. You need a lot of people on board. Like you need people like who know what they're doing, who know how to position, and who know that it's going to happen. Right? And don't know it's going right into Dragon Pit. Don't know that you, people who are not going to get griefed by their shitty friends and co-hosts. <laughs> um, right in the Dragon Pit. Dinner serving. Anyone who wants to know what that's about, go check Anthony's clips. He griefed me violently, and I will never <laughs> forgive him. But I digress. <laughs> I mean, I feel like who is Rise even good into? Uh, he's that's what he's, I'm that's what I'm trying to think. Good into like a college. He's pretty safe, to be honest. Especially top lane, he's pretty safe. Middle. The thing is, is you're trying to con on the other side of him. You're trying to control his mana bar, and you kind of build so you. You need to not worry about that as much. You try to get good back timings. You try to hit that 500 gold first back TP in, hit 1300 gold with that bar. Maybe you get uh, the uh, the fruit for extra mana. You probably want to get a pot in there if you can. Or the corrupting potion, I mean. Here's what I'll say. There are only four champions in League of Legends that are on this bar that rises above a 50% or above win rate against in solo queue. Which is Akali... Which is the highest, second highest, LeBlanc, Galio, and Callista. Now, Callista's not very good right now. LeBlanc is alright, Akali's alright, and I can see how that would be countered because you're kind of tanky. Galio, whatever. Most people probably don't Galio correctly. Everyone Galio's else also is bad right now. Yeah. Only good in LCS because people know what they're doing. No, no, he's still bad in LCS too. They nerfed his tankiness. That's true. Everything else is 49 or lower, even going down to like 30% against like 38% against Malzahar and Annie, right? Like this champion seems like he's loses to basically everything. He has mana problems on the scale of uh, Anivia is the problem. And he stacks tier half as fast. Yeah, which is bad. So if you delay his tier timing, man, is it a bad time to be Rise? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I guess they just want the ultimate. I guess the power is just so good and competitive, but hasn't won him any games, so I'm not sure what's going on with that. But I, I'm, I, I would be shocked if by the end of the split there was still zero wins on Rise. Just, but like, yeah, I expect I expect it to continue to be 100 percent pick bad just because of what the champion does. And I, people, I, I think in scrims he's probably going crazy. People understand his peak power, and they're more afraid of that. Now, I wanted to talk about Silas's ult and why. I don't understand why Riot doesn't just nerf some of the damage numbers that he gets from other people's ultimates. Because That's fair. Go he, for it. He just... If he's ahead and he steals someone else's ultimate, he's not only has a level lead, so he might have a higher, higher leveled version of the ultimate, he definitely has a gold lead, and now he has more damage on the ultimate, and he just has a better ultimate than you. It's like AP... It's like AD Nico top when against the Silas. It, why is he getting so many stats for that? Just to just because Nico's going AD instead, I I I I feel like I he do should think be getting it's... the same numbers that the other person's getting for the damage at least. I have heard you complain in the past about um, Silas hitting six first and being able to access an ultimate that not even the original player can access. Mm -hmm. But I actually think that that's fine. It it, it happens once and if you're really behind it's probably not the it's probably not the end of the world the world's probably i think that the most already. likely like the person it's going to happen the most to is like your support it's going to be like level four when silas is six but like whatever right like that or in a trade in a lane yeah and that that'll only happen for maybe a minute at most like something bad had to happen for that to happen for a minute yeah but it, it just it just feels awful to have him steal an ultimate that I can't use, and he already has more damage on it anyways. So I feel like the the amount of 
power and damage he gets from taking somebody's uh, ability should probably be looked at as to the relationship to how much power that person has. Because then you could have more options to proactively handle him. Because you could then blind pick Nico more often without having to ban Silas. Because if you really want to play AD Nico, Silas just now has one of the best teamfight ultimates in the game. And, and then it, it, he could just steal Kennen's ultimate too. And it's just... Eh, now I have two massive AoE damage ultimates. I don't... Does he only ever steal level one ultimate? Or does he steal no, their... No, second? he steals whatever the level ultimate is he has. Wow, okay. Which is, like, See, this is what I'm saying is like... He can get ahead, steal your ultimate, and now he has your ultimate ahead. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. If he's ahead in levels, he's probably ahead in gold. So that's my problem with Silas, is that he just, he's always ahead. Do you mm -hmm. want to talk about Aurelia, or? I don't know much about Aurelia, and I've not, I've I said think Aurelia's a fucking chump. I don't. I mean, I said that earlier. I think that she's, like, not as good as Aatrox. There are some really good Aurelia players in the LCS, but, like, I'm not sure that she's all that good right now, especially if you know how to play around her. I think they're trying to pick it with Sejuani, which is like their primary mission, just because the double ultimate is crazy powerful. I mean, it makes sense. Because you can land Aurelia stun, land, a, land a, the freeze Sejuani. from Sejuani, and then guarantee the ultimates from Sejuani, then guarantee the ult. It's, it's so much follow-up power, but I feel no, like no, that's it most is. of it. Um, but outside of that, it's like it's mediocre. Her, it's her, only her early laning sucks. Like... Her late game's real, really good, but so is a lot of the other champions that are have been getting picked. But... All right. Uh, what is our next topic? I have my topics list covered. Okay. Team Liquid. Pick this off. Okay. What is wrong with Team Liquid? Matt. Yeah. What's wrong with Team Liquid? What? How, who are these people, and why are they impersonating the number one team in the LCS? <laughs> That's mean. Is it? Yes. Um, what's wrong with Team Liquid? Anthony, you take a crack at that, because I have to really go in the tank on this one. I, because I have no idea. Well, I have no idea. We brought I, it, this like, up before. The CLG one looked like a team comp issue. Yeah, we brought this up me. before where TSM, Cloud9, and TL seem to all have a similar issue of either being overconfident with what they can play or trying things out that they shouldn't be trying out or being lazy about their play. Like, I don't, I don't know where this came from and why they think they can do this. But you can't just sort of sit idly by while the other other team makes moves and not be pressing them. Because if you're not pressing them, you're waiting for the game to be over and you're just being 100 thieves. That's what happened mm -hmm. last split to 100 thieves every game. You shouldn't be s sitting idly by while the other team makes moves. You need to have a plan for yourself. And TL seem to go into a game with some idea for a plan. They get derailed and they can't find their way back back into their plan. And I think TSM, where in their losses, their loss to TL, it seemed like they their their comp just fell apart early, and they had no no way back in. And in their second loss to FlyQuest, it seemed like I forget exactly what happened that game, but I I feel like it was they just kind of dropped it. What's going on? Am okay. I going to my thing? They just kind of dropped uh like what they wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were running. Yeah, they ran um, Sonatarik and Rise and Pike Top, and they just they don't know what they don't know what they're doing there. Like, yeah, they they kind of start with an idea, then they get Pike Top countered countered by Riven, and they have no clue what to do after that. It's like that that one pick just threw them right off their uh, off their track, and they're like, well, um, we don't know how to play anymore because Pike mm -hmm. can't get ahead, and he's screwed. And I feel like all three of them have been running into similar issues, and I can't explain why. It's just they need to find what they're good at and play that. Golden Guardians have figured this out. Optic have figured this out. You know what you're good at, you play to that, and you innovate on that. You don't you innovate know, on standard from Korea. Stop doing that. But, okay, so I'm looking at the TLCLG game. I mean, it, like... Jensen on Silas is something I expect Jensen to know how to play. And I think he does. 
impact on Cannon something I expect him now to play. Like Smith used to have a great Olaf. Double F Sivir is one of the easiest champions in the game. Like Core JJ, of course he can play Karma. It's not that hard. Like I think the Karma does the I don't even understand like looking back at this, this looks like it meshes fine, right? Like it's it's a, it's I, an okay comp. It doesn't look awful. It's a good team fight comp. What you do is you have Sivir alt in, you have Cannon alt in, and then you steal Sejuani ult, but you have to actually land it. Right. TL have a crazy chase down comp where they just want to run right through your team. No, I know, and, and it's try a, to it's a good comp. But what happened was like it just looked like individual mechanical errors, right? Like it looked like Jensen missed like three Sejuani ults in a row, just like completely whiffed them. And if your goal is to catch someone, if your goal is to team fight, then you can't just be like eating into their team and whiffing a Sejar that you've taken. Because you're just going to lose the fight, <laughs> right? So, like, this one looked to be a lot like... This game in particular didn't even seem like a bad draft or, like, a draft I would... If I looked at this comp, I would just be like, yeah, TL could play this. It was... I don't even know what happened to their mechanics, though, or what happened to their decision-making. That seemed to be where this game faltered. Like, th they let through Aatrox. But Aatrox wasn't really a deciding factor this game. Aatrox it's was 0 3 4 like at the end of the game, oh three four. I mean, he had three hundred twenty five farm, but like, TL just seemed to have zero control on the map. They they seemed to have zero inkling as to what their win condition was. Like, and every time they tried to fight, they whiffed ours. Like they just hard missed. Like like I think we were talking about this uh, on in messaging before, but TL seemed to have one way to play their comp, and that's running you. Whereas CLG have options. They can pick many different ways to play the game. They have a lot of zoning power with, uh, with Victor and Lux. And Aatrox is another good punisher for if you try to get past their zoning. And then Sejuani is another massive tank that you can't get through with Kennen, Silas, and, and uh, Sivir. They don't shred tanks. That's not happening. So no, they really don't. So it's hard for me to really... And, like, they didn't even itemize for it. Like it, it's, it, it's hard for me to say why TL lost when they give themselves so few options. If you give yourself one way to play League of Legends and you can't even, like, convert on that and you get hard countered by a... I don't know. I'll call this a zoning comp even though I don't think that's even a thing. I, I guess it's, like, a zoning siege comp. If you want to call it that. This? No way. No, no, no. Um, oh, the CLG. CLGs, yeah. yes. Like it just looks like a good team fight comp, right? Like you get this and some uh, great siege and some really good flanks yeah. and, so, and a you little some, bit of pick. Get, it looks a little scattered, but it looks like it does most things pretty well, right? Like it looks like a really well-rounded comp. You got a good AP uh, mid-range AP control mage. You got a long-range AD carry, uh, mid to low-range AD caster, Lux, Sejuani. That's a that's a pretty decent team comp. It looks good. I mean, but I don't even think Teals is bad. Like I said, I think it's just execution errors. I mean, you, it's it's execution errors until it happens three more times. And then you yeah, just but like... So far, it's only happened this one time. But they've lost to CLG and Echo Fox. Sure, they're contenders. I don't remember the how they lost to... I don't remember how they lost to Echo Fox, though. But, the, but these are contenders for playoffs. But they beat TSM handily. And TSM don't look, don't look as bad as this. I'm not going to lie. No, I know it's confusing. Just I can't. Maybe they're just not preparing enough TL, for the lower. Please stop making me use the meme 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 logo in my in my thumbnails, please. I don't like doing it. Yes, you do. Shut up. Yeah, you do. You fucking liar. Okay. All right. Pro view review. Where did I put my notes? So. Do you think it's worth it? Fifteen dollars for if... the vods. For the you also got the MSI vods. If you haven't bought it, you did get the vods of MSI, at least some of them, and you get all the vods of uh, NALCS if you paid for it, and you get to use ProView Live. Um, so, you what pay, are your thoughts? If you uh, paid twenty dollars, you also got the LEC. Yeah, and vice versa. And vice versa. And in euros. <laughs> So, um, I like it. I think it's a really good tool. I think there's a lot of potential. I had a talk with, or I say a talk, I had a few common inter inter interactions with uh, one of the managers of the project, I think, on Reddit. And uh, sharing on VOD seems to be kind of broken, at least, on uh, my own account. 
Like, I can't do it with myself. Whereas on live, I can, like, share three t three different tabs, have two of them set for four, one of them set for one, and it works totally fine. But, yeah, but I can't do that once. How often are people going to be sharing with themselves, though? Uh, hi. That's how I... That's how I sync multiple views. That's how you would do that. I guess, but you could just have it all in the thing. Right, but I can only have four, and I want to have seven. Okay. <laughs> Fucking greedy little bitch. Who is the one player you're leaving out? Uh, I leave out the 80 carries. That would be... I mean... Would, that still would be seven. I have the top laners. I have the junglers. You said seven, but there are ten players. So if you leave out the main view. Eight. Oh, the main view. But then you would have nine, because you would have every player except... No. no. You'd have eight. I have... Okay. Eight players. Sans oh, AD carries. View. You're right, you're right. That's nine views. That's I right. know, motherfucker. Like... <laughs> I don't, don't do math on stream. <laughs> <laughs> What's the cube root of eight, I, by the way? I have been running into quite a few bugs, and I've been keeping track of them, actually. I have not run into any that I've noticed, but I've also been using it sparingly. Um, most notably, the most annoying one was when it would just be really weirdly logged out and not logged in. But I, it seems like they fixed that one. I don't know. It was kind of rare that it happened last weekend, and it seemed to happen to everyone at the same time either way. So it was probably a back-end system issue. It's probably fine now, but we'll see. If it happens again next week, I'll leave I'll leave it as uh, unfixed, but... If it if it's fine next week, I'll f change it in my law, my issue tracker. Uh, but there is a, a huge issue where when I have all nine of my pay my win my uh views open, and it game changes, it lags the fuck out for the next game, and it'll, it oh it's awful. I have to refresh it every time. Sometimes I have to refresh it twice because it didn't didn't work for some reason. And then I have to resync all of my tabs, reconstruct the whole thing. That's really annoying. And I probably want to see if I can send a bug report about that. But they might even know what happens, but who knows. I see. So I have not been keeping as rigorous notes. Uh, because I don't I didn't think to do it because I'm lazy. I don't know. Um I'm still kind of torn on it. It definitely is cool. And I definitely don't regretting it regret getting it for this split i think it's helped me understand analysis better for these shows right like i was able to go into pretty good detail last week about I watched the like shit in that bush yeah or like i mean like last but with tl last week with echo fox like i really got to get in there and break down the team fight but here's the thing if i wasn't doing this show i wouldn't have cared about why tl lost that team fight Right, like me personally, not everybody. Obviously, there's some people out there who give a shit about these things, and that's great. For those people, this tool is wonderful. But I find myself not, I feel, I feel like I'm just not using it to its potential. Because I, as a person, outside of the things I know we are going to be talking about, I'm just not using it, right? Like, I watched it for the Yumi games, because I was like, I wonder how the pros are playing Yumi. So I'll watch this from their view. I watch it a little bit, like, I wonder how the AD carry plays this team fight on this champion, right? Like, these support and AD carry are roles I play a lot. Um, I have kind of used it for certain jungle pathing or, or, or things, but, like, I don't even find myself that interested in it, right? Like, I, I'm only doing that because I have it, and it wouldn't have been an incentive enough for me as a viewer, outside of someone who talks about the LCS, to have gone and got it. Now, that being said, that's obviously not everyone. Um, I don't even know if it's most people. I think if you're a person who's interested in how these team fights are going at, uh, in how these team fights are going down, in the way the pros are moving the screen, in all of the things the ProView gives you, I think it's great. I don't think you should expect to like improve drastically off that information, right? Like having watched like certain players on ProView and certain players on stream. I mean, like, the way they move their mouse is the same, right? Like, you're not, like, it's not like if you watch someone on stream, like, maybe they're a little more relaxed, but, like, it's not like they're completely altering their mouse pattern because that would be crazy to drastically change your mouse like that. And so, like, I don't know, like, I, for the average viewer, whatever that means, or for the viewer who isn't as interested in those niche sort of 
moment to moment breakdowns, I really am not sure that this is worth it. Like I, I've used it to try to spot things sometimes. Like like I said, I used it to see what Licorice was doing and check uh, C9 Division when they lost that bear. There's that last Baron, yeah. and then I watched Licorice sit in the top bush as he waited and, and spam waited laugh. to freaking gank them from behind. And they spam laugh while they uh, walked by. I just listen, uh, but like. Like well, that's what I, that's what I, I like using it for. I like using it to no, I get, get a better. It. But I'm saying, like, if view, I wasn't doing this show, if I wasn't doing this show, like I as a person am not as interested in those things. Like I understand a lot of people are, but like for me, I kind of don't like give a shit what Licorice was doing unless I see in the doc talk about GGS for C9, which is in our doc. So I went back and watched it. Right, like, but. Every other game that didn't have like a Yumi in it or a champion I was interested in like trying to learn, I don't go back and watch the VODs. Like it just doesn't matter to me as a person. But I would probably watch uh more top laners like in their matchups if they were playing champions that I played, but they're playing like Nico. Yeah, they're not playing, playing Anthony champions. They're not playing the the champions who want to beat the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah. And like that's I why I'm like. The person playing Poppy is Doklet. I don't want to watch Doklet. I mean, like I'll watch a Sejuani if it's a good Sejuani, right? Because I play a lot of Sejuani in the jungle. But like, I don't know. Like I didn't rewatch CLGTL. Like, oh, I wonder what this Caitlyn positioning's like. <laughs> it's like fucking. It's far away. Like that's what it's positioning. <laughs> yeah, it's like. not near the enemy team is where it is. Yeah, it's like it's far as fuck away, and there's some right clicks in there, maybe some A moves. I don't know. Like, but I think. For the people who are very like the people who know their interest in these things, super worth it. Um, if you're an analyst they, for any team and you want to learn more, like I would suggest buying yeah, this. Absolutely. Or even if you're an analyst and you just want to improve your own play and you feel like you could benefit from it and you recognize that maybe on stream they take things a little less seriously, you can use this to be like, well, you know, these are the three best AD carries in the region. I'm watching their mouse movements, right? I'm watching their positioning. I'm, I'm slowing down the time, uh, the replay time, so I can really see what they are doing and why they are doing it, right? But outside of that, doesn't seem like you would want to buy it. And also, hard to see how much you would really learn, right? Like, you can learn stuff from an analyst perspective, but learning things from an analyst perspective doesn't necessarily translate to your own gameplay, you know? Like, you can sit there and watch double lift and sneaky and zven play all day but that doesn't mean you're just gonna leave and have like insane mouse control (laughs) or like even have good team fight positioning all of a sudden right like just because you know what something is on an analysis level doesn't mean you'll be able to do it like i've been watching lcs for years i'm still not challenger clearly you clearly can't get there by osmosis no exactly and that's what i mean right so like i just like this just seems like i don't know I'm not sure who it's for. I it's cool. It's like, it's it's definitely for analysts. It's definitely for anyone who wants to support the league. So if you want to do that, you can definitely buy this. Yeah. You could buy team passes. I, I should say I have no qualms with for supporting the league, right? Like I yeah. love the LCS. Obviously, I wouldn't be here if I didn't, and I'm happy to give them some cash. But, but yeah, I think I, I think the, uh, another thing we should mention is like the quality has been at least up to par to what YouTube and Twitch have been offering. So there's no down. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been that big of a downgrade on that. You have a few different uh, selections you can make, and then you can sort of do whatever. And it doesn't seem that taxing on bandwidth. I think it's probably only like 40 megabits for all three of my tabs open. Yeah. So it's not that bad if you have good internet. If you have bad internet, uh, you're not. If you want a quality increase from the quality that the LCS already was at, that's not what this product is. This product gives you more views at the moment. And hopefully it'll have more features in future. And if you if you buy it now, you can help make sure that it gets improvements and more features. But if you don't buy it now, you probably won't. And I'm not trying to say just buy it and hope it gets better. I'm, I, if you buy yeah, it and honestly price. want it to get better, you can do what I'm doing and like, take note of the things you find wrong with it, the things you want put in it, and try to get in contact with the developers and get that across to them. Yeah. I agree. All right, next week's picks. Okay, yeah, let's get on to... Next Are we going to have time picks. for the match previews? Uh, Those to... are always brief. No, no, we can... Yeah, do. we can just run through them a little quickly. I was not expecting no, to talk no, long no. about the TSMC 9 one. Okay. 
So I think that's just a meme, right? But <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> All right. TL versus FlyQuest is the first match next week. We both picked TL. We did both pick Team Liquid. Me personally, they did beat TSM. FlyQuest, I see as sort of around a the level of TSM. I see them closer to TSM than I see them to CLG and Echo Fox. So I imagine if if the way that this is working in my head, it, it actually this sounds, out. So, this sounds so disillusioned. I know. I don't even know anymore because they lost, right? Like, I, I'm less confident in TL now, but... um. I have I my upsets TL. called, man. Oh, you put Optic over Cloud9, you lad. Anyway, next. I still think TL's pretty good. FlyQuest has been good. I'm picking TL from Habit, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I haven't given up all hope on them yet. We had a segment about giving up hope on them, but uh, not just yet. But I'm on the Optic train, baby. Optic's going to take it from C9, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's You're not happen. on any optic train. I'm when on you the optic train, choo choo. Assault you verbally assaulted Goku every week. We are going yes. right on back to the Immortals days. Let's go, boys. You literally just grief Dokla every week. I did, and I'm and I'm picking optic over Cloud Nine because I feel like Licorice has been playing worse. Also, if you don't give Dokla uh, Poppy, this probably goes down by like 20%. Just saying. That's fair. <laughs> I don't know. I pick C9 because I'm a C9 fan. I always pick C9 unless they're against Team Liquid. Fox versus CLG. We both picked Echo Fox. Uh, I, my reasoning is they're probably closer to each other than these last few matches have been. But Fox Foxes looks more consistent. really good. They look more consistent to me. I agree. Me too. DSM Clutch Gaming. Clutch Gaming. DSM, don't pick Clutch Gaming. You're trolling. It's TSM. They had six drakes and they couldn't close out against a hundred thieves. Why would you pick them? It's TSM. They're know, winning that unless they, they like hard, unless they hard troll. Um, uh, the team, Oops. the team who shall not be named versus Golden Guardians. Uh, a hundred thieves versus Golden Guardians. We both pick Golden Guardians because for ob I mean for obvious. Yes. Uh, Optic versus TL. I almost picked Optic here. I almost picked Optic. Dude, you know what? Me fucking too. <laughs> I, I was, was like, just... do I meme? Do I go for the supreme meme? And I was, then just I was like, like no, I... are Teal actually gonna just drop another game? I can't, I can't, I, I just, they can't drop another game. And this is where they're gonna prove me wrong. They're gonna lose to FlyQuest or Optic, but I picked Teal, Matt picked Teal. We're moving on with our lives, because hopefully they'll we'll win. We'll get flamed for it next week if we have to, but... Fox versus 100 Thieves. We both pick Fox because it's just... Cause why Obviously, not? C9 versus TSM. I pick Cloud9. Anthony picked TSM. This should surprise nobody at all. Um, Fly versus Clutch Game. FlyQuest. Fly Quest. I don't... I, I clutch Gaming also looks really bad. FlyQuest looks like they could probably beat them handily. I agree. Golden Guardians versus CLG. We both pick Golden Guardians. Again, consistency, 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 and the ability to beat better teams psych it's consistency they both be better teams yeah i i mean clg did beat tl but tl has not been looking as good as uh c9 were and ggs did beat c9 uh G did ggs lose to fox who did they lose to oh they oh ggs lost to clutch lol uh, what is the world coming to i don't know this this whole split has been getting war like more and more vi vi Upsetty? I don't want to say volatile because it's been going like the opposite direction anyone would expect it. But I don't know. It's been so many upsets last week. But who knows? So yeah, that's our picks this week. Uh, let's go. Right. Hang on. All right. Let's go right into our preview of Team Liquid versus FlyQuest. Uh, I picked this match because it's both both these teams are struggling, and I think they really. Need to pick up this win at the start of this next weekend and i think if they can pick up this win they they're gonna have more momentum going to the second day and they'll probably win that next match too like most definitely so what's your take All right, what do you think about these two teams what do i think about fly quest and team liquid mm -hmm. i think that team liquid when they look Together, they look like they're on. They look like the Team Liquid I know and don't really love, but tolerate. Um, they look like they're able to close out games, get advantages, get advantages, make smart macro game decisions when they look off. 
they look really, really bad. I think for Team Liquid, it's all about figuring out what is the common denominator when we're off? How do we stop that? How do we maintain consistency? FlyQuest generally looks pretty solid. I have faith in all of those team members, those individual players. I don't think any of them are trash. And for FlyQuest against Team Liquid in particular, I think it's about getting rid of comfortable champions, uh, getting rid of easily decidable team fight comps, right? Like comps that the comps TL wants, make sure they cannot get them in the exact way they want them. And then just drafting to your comfort, right? Draft to your comfort, even if the team comps a little off, because when you're playing one of the best teams in the world, you really should just be like, here's what I'm comfortable on. And then here's how I'm gonna I'm gonna ride out on it, right? Like let me see those consistent good champions that I know they can play. Pick fucking Riven if you want to. I don't care. Just win somehow. <laughs> I for for TL, I want them to play League of Legends like they're playing League of Legends against IG every game. I want you to play like you're drafting into IG every game. I want you to play full aggro. I want you to take it to them, and I want you to att- just I don't stop being so passive. That's what's been wrong with the, a lot of the top teams is they, they've been so passive. And if you, you need to break through being passive and you'll probably find more success because the other teams are not used to being aggressed on like IG will aggress on them. So if you can mm-hmm. match that aggression that IG used, used to put out because now IG is the Wii, uh, you'll probably find more success. And for FlyQuest, uh, like you were kind of saying, you need to start picking comfort. You need to pick what you think your players are good at and what you think will make your team a good team. Pick your game and play your style and you will probably be able to have a better chance than if you were to try out something new. I don't know mm-hmm. if you can really play Sona Tark. I don't think I've seen that from this team. But... I, you gotta give it... You gotta play to your strengths. That's what League of Legends is right now. You gotta play to your strengths. And right now... Nobody really knows what FlyQuest strengths are except for them. So. Also, probably play around Wild Turtle. <laughs> That's fair. Right. Wild Turtle's really good, or get Viper on a carry and see if he can go to work. But... Well, Vi- yeah, Viper's been doing work on carries. Yeah, so, uh, should we move on to TSM versus C9? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, okay. Meme, 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 C9 versus TSM, meme, meme, I don't, meme. I don't, I, okay, I don't know how you can pick C9 over TSM here. Licorice has been looking so bad. Jensen has been looking so off. Sneaky's been doing nothing. And Senskaren's just been looking like Brother Sven this whole time. Um, I just have faith in C9, and I refuse to give you any kind of satisfaction uh, by because you haven't picked... I'm not going to be the first one to abandon the team in this stalemate, is really what it is. I don't... Look, I have faith in their ability to win. What if they C9... fall back to 10th place? I don't know. Bench Sneaky again, dude. It worked last time, but, like, relax. So, look. I have faith in C9. Some of their games have looked disappointing. Some of them have looked pretty good. I think you just need to get back on the tra- back on track. Look like they were they did last season. If they can figure that out, then I think they'll be good. Obviously, I don't ever think TSM in its current incarnation is an easy or free matchup. Both wins against TSM last split were hard fought from both sides. I expect this to be an extremely exciting game to watch. Um, unless one side just griefs. But that seems hopefully unlikely. Look, look, look. TSM's got broken blade. He's gonna wipe the floor with Licorice. It's just oh, gonna, Jesus it's just gonna Christ. happen. You're gonna have to accept it. Licorice has been playing like a pe- like a Twizzler. You just flop him around all. Look at what they've put him on. AP Nico with Glacial Augment. I, I, he's looked bad, man. And Svenskaren. Wait, wait. Are they playing him day two? Or day one or day two? They're playing him day two. He's got to play into Grig, man. Grigg's been looking amazing. Oh, is that how they're doing it? Is it I don't, a know. I don't know if Grigg's it's consistent. Doing. That's how they've done it the last two weeks. But he's probably playing into Grigg. And Grigg's been looking solid. Grigg's been looking real good, like a real rock for TSM right now. And I don't see Brothers well, Zen a breaking that rock. rock. Yeah. A part-time always has Jensen's number. He's just crypto. Jensen's not on Oh, wow. Nine. You're right. You're right. That's um, embarrassing, right. considering we've done... A whole split of this and an MSI show. They still get it wrong on the on the on the on LCS. I still too. get it wrong. I'll think about Cloud Nine and be like, "Damn, can't okay. wait to uh, see." Okay, Gen- Nissi's oh. nowhere near as good as Jensen or Bjergsen were. That's all I'm saying about that. Uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> Smoothie left C9 
to come here. What a... He knows how Sneaky plays. He's in his head. He knows what's up. But then up. Sneaky knows how Smoothie plays. Maybe. Maybe. But you know what? Smoothie's had a game on Yumi. Zazel has not. It's so fact, though. Okay. He's gonna win. <laughs> I need this to end, so why don't you just take us on home? Because I cannot take any more of your bullshit right now. Um... I'll see you on the rift, I guess. I don't know. I'll <laughs> Let me get to the outro, goddammit. All right. I think that'll do it for this week home. on the Legendary Elite Lens podcast. You can catch us next week at 6 because we have to start a little early because Matt's got a dinner to go to. No. Uh, yeah, I do. At 6 p.m. Eastern. Catch, yep. some, uh, catch the VODs on my YouTube channel. Good day. Have a good one.